Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm having hurricanes. He's like, well, well, when I used to play, it's like, yeah, you were shit. <laughs> you were shit when you used to play. All right, Cleverson, we need you to say tight to the sentiment. No problem. In fact, I've just married her. So. He's fucking poo. He's, he's awful at that shit. Okay, sounds a bit shit for a Brazilian. How old's his missus? Exciting news. Our friends over at Manscaped have just launched their fourth generation performance package. And that includes the Lawnmower 4.0. 4.0? That's right. The Lawnmower 4.0, which includes a 7,000 RPM motor to take care of your spuds when you need it most. Make sure you join 2 million men who trust Manscaped. And you can do that by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off and free shipping using the code PADDOCK20. We've all had it where you're trying to trim downstairs, you've got a big date coming up, it's your Valentine's, it's the anniversary, you need to look spick and span down there. But what happens? You end up using your mum's hair scissors, you end up trying to do something weird, getting a blowtorch out of the shed, using an axe that your dad uses to chop wood for the fire. None of that's going to work. You're going to cut yourself. You're going to nick yourself. We've all been there using the scissors to try and go around your balls like some sort of weird stencil. It's not going to work. You're going to nick them and you're going to really regret ever trying to make it a DIY job. That's where Manscaped comes in. Look at this. This, quite simply put, is the greatest device in trimming your pubes that has ever existed it's a lawnmower 4.0. It's got a 7,000 RPM motor. And the, the best thing about it is the anti-nick technology. You can see that there. Anti-nick technology, right? What that means is that you're not going to catch your spuds when you're trying to clean up in your trousers. Make sure you check out Manscaped. Again, it's not just this. They've got this, the crop reviver. This is what you put on. You're going straight out after work. It's in your work bag. Let me just nip to the toilet. Let me just freshen up. You got this bad boy, the crop preserver, straight out of the shower, pop it on. Deodorant for under the arms, crop preserver for under the garms. You know what I mean? You know what it is. And one of the best things about the Lawn Mower 4.0 is that it's waterproof. So you can do it in the shower, you can do it over the sink, you can do it at a public pool if you really want to. You might get kicked out, but you can do it there. That's the thing. Shave your pubes out in the rain if you want to. 
if that's what your thing is. You've got some weird fetish where you get in your truck, you drive out to a hillside, get in the flatbed, wait for it to rain, trim your pubes. This thing isn't going to electrocute you and you're fine to do that because that's your property. Or just do it in the shower like I do. It's fantastic, easy clear up and you don't have to worry about it breaking. And not just does that mean... Yes, I can do it in the shower. It also means it's easy to clean because you get in there. Sometimes you get in there, you get your little brush, trying to do it, trying to blow on it, get your little pubes out. No one wants that. Run it under the tap. It's clean, perfect to be stored away. So, you know what, your mum don't find it or your missus don't find it. Or she might use it, to be honest. So make sure you check out manscaped.com. Again, use the code PADDOCK20 at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Thank you once again to Manscaped for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show, lads. Yes, people, what's going on? Welcome to Macola and Freddie Uncensored on Stretford Paddock. How you doing, lad? I'm not bad, mate. How are you? Welcome to... Thanks for having us in your uh, uh, upstairs room. With your pint of vodka? Yeah, mate. It's uh, quarter to 12. I'm three days into a vegan diet. I'm turning <laughs> fucking alcoholic. That does count as veganism, right? What, Vodka. water? Vodka's vegan. Oh, right, vodka. That's vodka, not water. Don't oh, we... sorry, I didn't want to ruin the illusion. Yeah, don't ruin the illusion. I think vodka is vegan. I think all alcohol is vegan. Mm. Actually, of course it is. Why are we even debating this? Beer. Like, Beer. when have you ever had bacon vodka? <laughs> Excuse me, can I have my vodka medium rare? What the fuck are we talking about? Is vodka vegan? Yes, yes it is. Oh, man, are you hungry at the moment? Starving. I'm literally fucking starving. Do you want to explain what your mate... I don't know if you consider them a friend anymore, do you? Well, it's, it's a her and uh, no. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, she challenged me. Uh, I interviewed her on this podcast, my other podcast, and um, uh, she, she challenged me to go vegan for a week, right? And I was like, yeah, I can do that piece of piss. And she's got a company where she makes um, vegan meals that you can just heat up in the microwave, whatever. And I was like, mate, someone's going to give me a week's worth of food for free. Yes. Now, look, I'm very grateful to her for giving me the meals, but I've had s- I've had seven meals now. And I've Today. Eaten, I've... <laughs> Starving, I need to keep eating. Yeah, I'm treating it like tapas. I'm just going through it. Now, I've had seven meals over the course of three days, and one of them has been nice. The, what was what, nice? So it was like a Mediterranean pasta. Okay, that so was nice. Pasta's right. easy, isn't it? And then one of them has been edible and then the rest have been fucking appalling like they've been so bad today i had um it was like a a blackberry thing in like wallpaper paste and i had two bites of it and it was just so acidic that i just it was on the car people that can't have solids solids. (laughs) no solids for him yeah just tube up that blackberry Paste. It did taste like that. It tasted like baby food for a baby you didn't want. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, he's going to resent this I want child social services to get around here. Sharpish. Keep feeding him that. Yeah. As you can see, we've jumped straight into Uncensored. I'm here with Freddie. We'll be here every single week. We're going to be talking about maybe some things that are football, maybe some things that aren't football, like the vegan blackberry paste that Freddie's been eating. But we have got loads to get stuck into today. And I, w- I just want to see where we end up going with this because there's some funny stories out there. First one being, where, where do we start? Fred is unavailable for this weekend. So I don't know about this, so tell me this. Right. So 
If you hadn't heard, just before the international break, we were told, remember Cavani was like, what do you mean I can't go on international Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you lot think I am? And we all heard he's going to get He's going to have to miss well, 10 games. Three Spurs players fucked off, didn't they? Yeah. La Celso, Romero, who's literally just been there for 10 Christian minutes, Romero. was like, yeah. fuck this shit. So those, those guys are part of the problem. So what they did was the Argentinian lads went away with Argentina. The Brazilian lads were told they couldn't go away. Yeah. And those lads, La Celso, uh, Romero, and the two lads from Villa, Buendia and Martinez, yeah. upon arrival in Brazil, yeah. when you get the form, yeah. have you been in the UK in the last couple of weeks, they went, no, nope. Fuck <laughs> off. So Sorry, said you no. four football players haven't yeah. been in the UK. So where was Aston Villa versus Brentford? <laughs> yeah. um, oh, we, we played it in uh, Paris, that one. <laughs> it was a neutral fixture. Yeah, yeah. So, they, so, so, so they, they told them that, you know, we weren't in the UK. And then this is what's happened. Well, hang about a minute, just to sort of stop this, right? If you work at, at, at an airport, right, you know that that's the Argentina footballers coming in. Because that's a big deal if you work yeah. at an airport. So you'd know who the players were. And you go, you're fucking Christian Romero. You play for Tottenham. What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? You've not been in it. How did no one spot that? Yeah, exactly. How, how shit is Brazil? And here's the just, thing. Nope. Here's the thing. So what happened from there was, not on the day that they arrived did that get pulled up. Not the day after. The day after. Yeah. Or on the day of the game. When the game had kicked off. Oh, I saw like eight minutes so in. You had, so you had health officials running onto the pitch trying to stop the game <laughs> um, because they got held up in traffic. They couldn't get there before the game. All this weird stuff. So then you start to think, hold on, what's going on here? Yeah. But then Brazil got fed up because they weren't allowed to take their players out there. So what they've now done is they've gone, so hold on, these Argentinian players could travel. We were told no Brazilians could travel. Yeah. We're invoking a regulation that FIFA have set, which now says those clubs that rejected their players to travel can't play those players for five days. What? So for five, so for five days, which will include the Newcastle game and the Young Boys game in Switzerland. Why are you fucking... Fred is unavailable. And also you've got some players from other clubs who are unavailable. Yeah, I bet I, bet I know who fucking tips Brazil off. I bet I know who tipped Brazil off about that. <laughs> Donny van der Beek. <laughs> Donny van der Beek's agent was like... Is this ice? <laughs> Hello, is that Brazil? Uh, yeah. Yes, this is Alan Brazil. Oh, sorry, wrong number, wrong number. Yo, um, that's Donny van der Beek's agent who's desperate to get him some game time. You know money if after all this he still doesn't get a start? <laughs> you'll, never, you'll never start. You'll never start. Donny van der Beek could have a sex change and he wouldn't start for the women's team. That's, that's how fucking much he is not starting. Cristiano Ronaldo started in midfield it's, at the weekend because Donny van der Beek won't be Oh, mate, if they, if they pair Cristiano Ronaldo up with McTominay... <laughs> Just as a fucking holding role. It could be such a swerve. How, how hench is that? Because McTominay's got a bit... He's a big lad, is, is McTominay, isn't he? He's a good little... He's a big lad. I think that could be a better partnership then, uh, Fred. But we do now know Fred is Brazilian. Because <laughs> he's not allowed to play. And the Brazilian FA have, have come in. We've got a history at United of signing shit Brazilians. Mm. We've just got... Cool. Rafa... Okay, one. How many have Fabio. we signed? <laughs> so we signed Fabio, Rafa, Anderson. Cleberson. Cleberson. God, 
the stories about Clevis and all. You heard the story. No, I've not heard the stories. Do you know why his Moot United was delayed? Why? Why was his Moot United delayed? There was no allegedly required here. Right. He was waiting for his his fiance or his wife to reach of age <laughs> to come no. to the UK. <laughs> no. And no one ever mentions this. No. I swear to God. So, so hang on. Well, do you know what? That's fucking mental because the same thing happened with a Watford player. Every time I mention this, I get scared that I'm talking rubbish here and I Google it. But, but every time it's still the same on Google. Thing, the same thing happened with a Watford player that João Pedro plays for Watford. His fucking girlfriend was like 15 when he lived in the Premier League, which is why she's... <laughs> when he lived in the Premier League. Which is why she... Uh, uh, sorry, when, when he was in the Championship, that's why she still lived in uh, Brazil. <gasps> that's ch- What's the age of consent in Brazil? I don't... I, I don't know. But it's, yeah, it was bad times. That's... He had to wait for her. How old was he? Oh, he was about 25 when he moved, wasn't he? Oh, God, that's worse, isn't it? Do you know what, though, is... What I always think with that is put, like, the sexual attraction out of it. What what would you even have in common? Do you know what I mean? Like, what would you even... I was... mean, oh, babe, do you want to uh, get pissed tonight? Sorry, I can't. I'm playing Roblox. What the fuck are you on about? Uh... She... Here's an article, yeah, from before he joined United, and it said, and this is how everyone was going on about it like it was normal, and this isn't a funny situation as much as I keep laughing, it's because it's so shocking. It is quite funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it is kind of funny. But it goes, this was a, so a story before he joined United. Yeah. World Cup winner, Cleverson's transfer to Leeds, moved a step closer last night after the Brazilian's 15-year-old girlfriend agreed to marry him. Wow. Wow. So she's still doing her GCSEs. She's still... How the fuck? How the fuck is that teacher motivating her to learn Shakespeare? Look, you've got to learn Romeo and Juliet. Juanita. Whatever, whatever her name is. Mate, I'm just marrying a Premier League football league. You just can go fuck yourself. How? What? what shouldn't we have pulled the plug on? I don't understand how we allowed that to happen. Let's pretend Cleverson didn't happen. You are, uh, right, okay. Rafa Fabio and Anderson. Okay. Fred. Oh. Do you know what? Anderson the is the one that really makes my heart <laughs> sad. Because I looked at Anderson and I thought, fuck me, there's a potential worldie of a player there. And it just never came out. Mm. It just never came Rafa was solid but unspectacular. Fabio was just fucking... Yeah. The, the shit fucking... It's mad, though, because Fabio was more highly that... regarded on when, when they arrived at the club, which was, was crazy. Anderson as well, like, he came, he was golden boy, um, he was, which is like the, the youth equivalent of the Ballon d'Or. Highly rated. Everyone was comparing him with Ronaldinho and stuff like that. And then he come to United, won the double in his first year, was amazing, and he went to his head. Didn't and then he, he almost became like a defensive midfielder, didn't he? Didn't he have a dreadful injury? Am I right in thinking he, he had did his few, ACL or something? He had a few, yeah. He did a really bad one. He just wasn't the same player after that. But, I mean, I, do you know what? I feel a little bit sorry for Fred. And I get, the, I, I get so much shit off United fans for this. But I, I have time for Fred. I, think he's a, I don't think he's a good footballer. Christ... Christ knows how we spent 50 million quid on him. Who the fuck allowed that to happen? Uh, but 
he does try his hardest. I think when they heard they didn't have to wait for his um, <laughs> his wife to reach sixteen, they thought it's fifty mil. <laughs> the last midfielder we signed from Brazil. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, Shaq Tardinesque, who have you got? Fred. Okay, sounds a bit shit for a Brazilian. How old's his missus? Twenty-two. Great, let's have him. Let's have him. Yeah, remember the other Fred for Brazil? He was a striker. Yes, played for he Leon. Was awful as well, weren't he? Yeah, played for Leon, didn't Why he? Why are they just all awful, these Freds? Mm, I think it's because if you're a Brazilian, if you're going to be good, it needs to be. You, your name needs to end in an O. Mm. Rivaldo, Ronaldinho, Ronaldo. That's yeah. what you need. Lucio. The more, br- the more British American. Na- uh, sorry, the more British Brazilian names sound, the shitter they are. Oscar. There you go. There you go. Fred. Oscar, Fred and Joel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All dog shit. Who did Cafu, amazing. Again? Carlos, fantastic. Who did, who did uh, Joel play for again? City. City. Yeah, City yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was... He, was, he was at that time when City had just got money, but they had no idea how to spend it. And yeah. they were like, should we just buy anyone? Elano is Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Let's have you. Let's have you. Who's managing it? Mark Hughes. That sounds great. <laughs> Who's going to manage all these flair players and angry Welshmen? Sorted. Talking about Mark Hughes, mm? the, the fella that is supposed to do the show with me mm? uh, once wrote an article about Hughes being United manager. Potentially. Really? It's weird how football, like, our view of people changes. As time no. Goes Mark Although Hughes at the time a, I knew that was bonkers. Mark Hughes is a potential United manager. <laughs> there's just there's some there's some managers, and I think Mark Hughes is one of them. Where you just have nothing for them. Do you know what I mean? Like Tony Pulis is another one. Yeah. It's just like in, in my head, Mark Hughes is in the Sam Allardyce Tony Pulis bracket. Did you not? Think he was a little bit better than that though, because that was it. Blackburn, where he did, did all right. Blackburn, it wasn't it. Uh, did all right at um, for Wales, was it? He did okay. But Stoke, what did he do at Stoke? Yeah, apart from just slowly fucking. He got. Him down I think and made him City, City, Did he get sacked by City? I think that rattled his head, you know. Yeah. I, so he got. I, as far as I remember, he got sacked by City, but he wasn't doing too bad. But it was at the time when City were like, look, we've just bought Rubinho and look at the state of your cheeks. Do you know what I mean? Like, look at you, Mark Hughes. Look at you. You know, <laughs> We want to get fucking Manuel Pellegrini and whoever it is that look they at, got. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> we know he looks rough, but Mark. <laughs> Pellegrini looks like, remember the uh, Art Attack guy? Yeah. It was just, just, just the head yeah. talking in the um, thing that was defo. So Fred's, bat, so, so, so Fred's not allowed to play for five days now. He'll miss the Newcastle game, which we don't really need him for. Yeah. And he'll miss the Young Boys game, which, again, we don't really need him for. Is it that bad? <laughs> there was a joke in there. About yeah, there is a joke. <laughs> we get, if, if, if we're playing against young girls, we get Clemson back in the side. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cleverson, we need you to say tight to the sentiment. No problem. In fact, I've just married her. So. I'm in. Uh, you deserve this, Cleverson. You don't deserve to uh, oh, get away with, with this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it's. I don't even know what I was talking about. Yeah, no, Fred. So he's not. It's, it's, look, the, the thing is. is Matt, has Matt just become really important? No. <laughs> he's not, though, is he? Like, look, I mean, I would. I'd imagine that Matic would be. 
in contention to start at least one of those games anyway. What with the fact that they're both going to sit back, aren't they? They're both going to sit back, try and hit us on the counter and just not get twatted. That's going to be the tactic. Mm. And Matic is good at ball distribution, sitting back and stuff. He can drop back to form a back three and let Shaw push up. And, you know, that's what's going to happen. I mean, I'd love to see Donny van der Beek, but it's just never, ever going to happen. Why did we buy him? What? It felt like a signing where Pogba. we thought Pogba was going. Yeah. And then we thought, all right. But then to just not give him a chance is mad to me. Yeah. Um, and you do, you're left there thinking, what's going on here? But then, obviously, we've seen the interview that Donny did last week. And you look at it and you think, is he a player that's kind of been told what's going on and he's got his development? But then there's talk about him wanting to go to Everton and all those kind of things. So I just kind of feel Ali don't fancy him, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's we'll find out a, this weekend, won't we? It's mad that as a player, though, isn't it? Because, like, you look at the England setup at the moment, Sancho can't get a game for Love Nobody. Mm. And he'll, he'll happily play Saka, who I think is totally overrated. I, I, th- I, I, I think he's I massively overrated. I think he's a I think he's not a player. player. He's, a, he's a good young player. I think he'd get into the squads of most teams in the top four, but he wouldn't be starting for United, City, Chelsea, Liverpool. Oh, no. 100%. And also even, as well, maybe not even Leicester. he's not as good as Sancho. He's not as good as Greenwood. He's, look at what Green, what Sancho done. Like, what's he, it, he's had a couple of good games. He's not a world beater. You look at what Mason Greenwood has done over the space of two or three years. He's established himself as one of, if not the best, young teenager on the planet. Same with Jaden Sancho. Three seasons in a row, 15 plus goals, 15 yeah, plus yeah, assists. And then you're looking at Saka, who's getting ahead of both of them. And he's had a few all-round games. I think he's got one assist there. in like 12 Premier League games. And again, I know he can play defensively as well, but... That's not where he's playing. And I think that does tell you more about Southgate rather yeah. than the players. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. when Rather than that telling me about Sancho, the fact that he picks Saka ahead of those players to me suggests that he's looking for certain things from players and he gets it from Saka. He wants people to just work hard all the time, doesn't he? he and to me, I don't, I don't rate that. I, I want the best players on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and yeah. Jadon Sancho is one of those. But it's mad as well that People have just started like, I don't know if it's because we've got Varane and Ronaldo, mm. but everyone started talking about Sancho as if he's some scrubber, like, oh, yeah, no, you know. It's mental. He's only been here a week he's, he, Well, yeah, he's, he's a world-class player. Or if he's not world-class, he's on the cusp of being world-class. I don't think, I, I, I honestly think that United's transfer window is sat on a little bit by people. We've signed two, arguably three, world-class players in the three positions that I'd we need the most. Yeah. Because if you look at, if you compare Sancho to other wingers, yeah. they're world-class numbers, right? Um, over a oh, yeah. good period of time as well. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, in the, he's in the same echelon with those numbers as Hazard and, you know... He's, he's been ahead of Hazard. I think there was one season, not last season, the season before, where only Messi had more goal contributions yeah. than him. Yeah. It's like, joke. The joke. Yeah. The kid's just phenomenal. And I think I mean, it's kind of good for them as well when you've got Ronaldo and Varane coming yeah. and everyone looking at them. No one's talking about Sancho no more. Well, this is it. It takes a bit of pressure off him. But the numbers don't lie, do they? 15 plus goals and, and 15 plus assists. 
uh, every season for three seasons. I mean, can you name the last United player that was hitting 15s in mm. a season? Mate, he's got great numbers. He's gonna be uh, he's gonna be a great signing. Uh, I love how as well, bless his heart. I love how Jesse Lingard's like. I played well eight times for West Ham last season. I think I'm still gonna fucking chat. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm, I'm not fucking Do leaving. because like, he's a United fan, isn't it? Like us. Yeah. Do you think he was like possibly gonna leave, and then he saw? No, Ronaldo's here. Fucking hell, I'm staying. Think <laughs> like, I'm gonna stay? I want to get. I want a picture with Ronaldo. Yeah. I want to celebrate with him and I could possibly play with him as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need to get that I and reckon, then I'll leave. I reckon a week before he was on the phone to Moisey. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, Mr. Moisey. I'm really happy to team up with Thomas Suchek. He, uh, he's a fantastic... Oh, Aaron Cresswell. What a, what a character in the dressing room. Sorry, I'm getting another call. Fucking Ronaldo. Yeah, fuck off, David. Fuck off, Moisey. Because he must look at Van der Beek as well and think, I'll play ahead of him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh. Jesse must back himself to do that. So, do you know what? I'm not surprised. I, I really, you, you try and get on board with every United player. Do you know what I mean? Because they're your players or whatever. I find it really hard to like Jesse Lingard. <gasps> I really don't like him. I love him. Do you? Do you? What is it you like about him? I, I like him as a person. I think he's a good lad. Mm. Um, I don't. What? I don't like this whole <laughs> I'm Jay Ling's bullshit. Yeah, I don't like, like the whole, I'm a fucking brand, look at me, I'm launching yeah, a clothing that's range like, that's, 24 hours after that's we That's the got... game now, isn't it? No. That's the, that's, that's no, the it's sport not, because you don't see Rafael Varane doing that. You don't see Bruno Fernandes doing that. Those are proper professionals who are like, look, I get paid to play football. I'm going to be the best football player I can be. Now, look, if, if Bruno Fernandes sets up a clothing line, good for him because he's fucking <laughs> killing it on the pitch. I'll be honest, he doesn't look like he'd be particularly fashionable, does he? Yeah. Doesn't look like it. There'd be a lot of fucking dark T-shirts, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, he'd, he'd, he'd be, He's got those keychains from his pocket. <laughs> see what it'd be? It'd be those dark T-shirts with a pocket that's a different colour. That's what it'd be. He'd wear T-shirts with slogans on them like sex, drugs and sausage rolls. That's... FBI federal movie inspector. <laughs> that would be Bruno Fernandes' clothing line. But if he wanted to set that up, good for him because he's killing it on the pitch. But when you're Lingard and he was playing as bad as he was for United, would dreadfully for years, then I'm sorry, but your reaction to that shouldn't be to set up a different business. Your reaction should be to throw everything into being the football player first. I, I totally get that angle. And I see why people think that way. But I also think if, if we take our, like, our emotional attachment to the club and everything out of the situation, yeah. Jesse Lingard is, one, protecting his future. Two, whether we think, you know, uh, he's not, like, whether we think, oh, he's not playing well, ultimately, he's a professional footballer at the top of his game. And I think these kind of things are just part and parcel of it. And... He's not going to be there sewing clothes himself. But, He's not going to be there doing all that. I think ultimately it gives people around him jobs, his family jobs as well. I I don't have an issue with that as long as you deliver on the pitch. And I think well, that's, that's, it. that's the important thing. That's and I, I, I agree with that. He never delivered on the pitch for a certain period of time. Yeah. But he also had a lot of other things going on. And there was periods before that under Mourinho where the guy was amazing. I think it's football player first 
whatever the fuck you want to do. Seconds. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know I what totally I mean? hear that. Like, and, I'll, and I'd even take that as far as Marcus Rashford. Like, feed as many kids as you want, as long as you're playing well. You know? <laughs> yeah, but I think as well, it's like, it's like when people say to you, when you, I know, you know, and I know you're not a professional footballer, so you don't have to, you know, worry about X, Y, yeah. and Z. But if you were doing a comedy route, if you've got a show every week, yeah. night, or every other weeknight, but then on, in the daytime, you've got a merch, you've got, you've got a YouTube channel. All right. And someone's going, mate, focus on your comedy, not your YouTube channel. Yeah, You'd be yeah, like, yeah, but bro, I can do both. Like, doesn't... I don't have to juggle one or two. I can do both. But like... the reason the reason that I would be making a YouTube channel is to have like extra income because I wouldn't have like you know what I mean. Like <laughs> if don't get me wrong, if comedy was paying me a hundred grand a week, <laughs> I'd fucking I'd be sticking with that shit. Do you yeah. know what I mean? No, no, he. So that's that. That's it for me. I think I'm most never... people would agree with you as well. And also as well, I think it's how he conducts himself. And when you're that laughy, jovial, I'm Jay Ling's everybody, it's like, all right, cool, but you still have to play well. Like, mm. and at, like when he's not playing well, it looks like his personality looks to me like he's not taking it seriously. I know that might not be the case. It's just how he's always come across to me. I think I... that's a dangerous thing for him as well. He's yeah. That... In the sense that everyone, and he's spoken about his mental health issues and all those kind of things, that because people expect yeah. this Jesse Lingard, yeah. how do you open yourself up and show weakness or show the, it's, it's, a, it's a weird one. But I, 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 I know where you're coming from. And I think most people sat at home will know. What do you think about him potentially rejecting a contract, which has been the story? Do you, do you, do you think that's the right thing for him to do, given where he's standing no. in the squad? I think the right thing for him to do would have been to fuck off to West Ham. I think that's the right thing that he should have done. If he if he genuinely wanted to uh, safeguard his future or whatever, instead of setting up daft clothing brands and shit, go to West Ham where you were playing well. And you, Jesse Lingard is made for a team like West Ham. He's not made for a team like United. And the reason that he shone so well in that uh, West Ham team is because that team plays to his strengths, which is running about a lot, Pressing, hitting people on the counter. Jesse Lingard is a fucking athlete. He'll run all day. He's quick. He presses. He's good at that shit. Technically, when it comes to holding a ball and sort of like picking the right pass and having a good first touch and laying the ball off and making clever little interplays and movements and stuff, he's fucking poo. He's, he's awful at that shit. And so if you're United and you need to break a team down, He's the worst person for it. But when did West Ham ever need to break a team down? <laughs> ne- who, who the fuck? Which manager goes, fucking hell, lads. It's fucking Declan Rice this week. We better stay off. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, West Ham are always a team that doesn't matter if you're a, a good team or you're fucking Watford or something like that. You're always going to go at West Ham because you feel like you can beat them. Mm. And that is going to leave space for Lingard to run into, and that's what he likes doing running. He was playing well at West Ham. He was enjoying his football. People were talking about Lingard at West Ham as if, God almighty, he might be in England. And so, and he turns his back on that. And then when United yeah. offer him a contract, he fucking Do says that. Nah. And so is, he's going to leave for free next year. That's what I think is a big, a big fact that is, one, he's probably thinking, I'm not going to sign a deal unless I'm getting played. Two, he's probably thinking... This is my last chance at a United career. Very slim, like you say, given the competition that he's got ahead of him. But then he's also got that carrot of, 
if you go on a free, you've got a massive signing on free. Yeah. And I think we can't overlook that. And as a Man United fan, he's probably thinking, I can go West Ham now, or I can have another year at my the club that I love and get a lucrative free move at the end of it. Yeah. Like, it probably if that's it, but but that's kind of selling the club that you love down the river a little bit. Because well, could, you're just thinking it, about yourself. argue that they're doing that to him if they're not no, using him that because, because because it's not like we're not playing him and he's a great player. We're not playing him because he's not good enough at football. Mm. So, look, get better and then you'll <laughs> get more games. Do you know what I mean? It's not, like, it's not like we're selling him down the river and we're not playing him even though he's incredibly talented and great. He's just not good enough. Mm. He's just not good enough to play in any other positions. Unfortunately, I think it... Is the case. If I was... Look, so... It won't start every week. I'm a a comedian and a comedy fan, right? Let's just say I'm backstage in a green room, right? And in that green room, there is all the best fucking comedians in the country. There's Kevin Bridges, there's Rod Gilbert, there's Michael McIntyre, there's fucking John Richardson, there's John Bishop, there's Jason Manford, and there's me. And... They come in, the manager comes in and goes, right, we need three of you for a lineup tonight. I'm like, probably not going to get, probably not getting picked here. But then if someone else came and said, look, we've got a, um, we're just down the road. Uh, we, we'd actually quite like for you to come tonight, Freddie, but it's with some fucking randoms. Like, how many years do I get to go, oh, I'll just stop here and chill with the fucking <laughs> lads? Do you know what I mean? Like, at what point do you go, yeah, I'm going to have to get game time. He's just not gonna. He's also he's like fucking nearly thirty. Gonna have to get on the mic. Exactly. <laughs> he's 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 nearly thirty as well, isn't he? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Mate, what's he doing? It's time. It's time to go it's for time. for Jesse. Apparently, it's time to go. Oh. Let us know what you lot are thinking um, in the comments. Is he right to go for that free move? Um, do you want him to leave? Will he leave in January? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Now, I love Jesse, and we obviously don't agree here. So. I'm going to bring something up now that I think we'll both agree with. Okay. So, let's watch these pair of idiots. Okay. All right, then. Can you strike him? Is he the best striker in the world? Is he I right up there? Cool. I think he is, yeah. I think um, because of what's happened in the summer, Ronaldo coming to the Premier League and Lukaku, talking about I think Kane. forget about Harry Kane. Oh, he's God. got a record in the Premier League. His performances last season, yeah. dropping off, his assists, his goals... I mean, if anyone in the Premier League... Why doesn't Gabby of Bongahol look like he's about to rob a bookies? I've never seen someone finish like him um, recently. Who do you have in a final? In a cup final? Harry Kane. Who are you have in a cup final? So cut me. Uh, Harry Kane. To, to finish. Um, recently. Who do you have in a final? In a cup final? Harry Kane or Ronaldo? I'm having Harry Kane. <laughs> For what? For what reason? For what reason are you having Harry Kane over Ronaldo? For what reason? Goals? He's not scored any in a cup final. Ronaldo scored loads. He's I'll... played in three, four cup finals, and not scored once. Ronaldo scored, I think, like played in like twenty-two finals, probably scored in all of them or something. Shit. Also, he's not won anything ever. <laughs> In his whole career. When do we start to say that's a Harry Kane thing? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What the fuck is that about? I take I take 36-year-old Ronaldo now over most of the strikers in the world. I, no, I can't believe how I much I can't believe on. how they get paid to be on national radio saying stuff like that. It's fucking mental, isn't it? How do two ex-professional players know so little about the game? Can you imagine, like, 
fucking Heston Blumenthal and Gordon Ramsay sitting down being like, oh, super noodles are great, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love beef monster munch, mate. Do you know what I mean? You'd be like, what are you talking about, Gordon, you weirdo? (laughs) No, it's... How... How... How can you think that? Like, how can you possibly think? And that's the thing I'm struggling here with is like, are you looking for clicks here? Because imagine getting on the world's biggest radio station or one of the world's biggest radio stations and going, right, now I need to be... Like, you've yeah. got the platform. You don't need to be an idiot. I just... Yeah. I'd, uh, I'd, it's, it's bad. And I hate Jamie O'Hara as well. Yeah. Proper does my Sweden. It's... You know football players that will bang average and look the both better than me. But... Football players that were bang average that talk like they're a top or Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Like Jermaine Genus. Oh, my fucking God. Jermaine Genus does my head in. He's like, well, well, when I used to play. It's like, yeah, you were shit. <laughs> you were shit when you used to play. That's what you have to say at the beginning. When I used to play badly, this is what would happen. He did that to, uh, I think it was Phil Neville. And I remember thinking, Phil, do not have that. He was like, yeah, you don't need to tell me how to play at midfield, Phil. Oh, just, uh, just, just give me a sec, Jamie, because I was just thinking about all the Premier League medals that I won. And Sorry about that. And the times I pocketed Patrick Vieira. Yeah. Oh, Phil Neville was the goal-to against Arsenal. Yeah. And we played Neville and Giggs in midfield once, and it worked. Like... Hey, Jermaine, aren't FA Cups heavy? Oh, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know about that, do you? Have you ever lifted it's so stupid Champions League? Because they're debating something that doesn't require any debate. Um, Ronaldo's back this weekend. <laughs> He actually signed at the same time as Cleberson. Really? It's almost like a... What? Wait a minute. So there's what? your thumbnail, Cleberson and Ronaldo. When, when Ronaldo signed, wasn't he 17? What's that? Where's this going? I was just saying, because imagine like Cleberson looking next to him going, I know someone about your age. <laughs> <laughs> like... You're doing your exams? <laughs> Are you reading on my thumbnail yet? Yeah. <laughs> Because I've been moving it other nights. I don't think it's device and men in Brazil. Do you not have any Portuguese books to read? No, you're reading John Steinbeck. I can borrow you these uh, Key Stage 3 GCSE books oh, when we finished if you want. Doing it in the Brazilian sort oh. of match and reading it out in front of the class. Oh, God. George, oh, tell me about the farm. <laughs> Tell me about the farm we are going to live on when we back. That's not Brazilian. No, it's not. It's more Mexican, Mexican made, isn't it? That's how I imagine. That's Consuelo, that, our family guy. That's how I imagine Cleverson's wife to sound. Yeah, when she's 70. She's in about 50 years. Um, uh, how long has this been going for and how much do we have to cut out? I think we have. Um, they have a coffee shop. We're going to go to that. It's called Cleverson's we're, Coffee. We're, we're going to go. It's in Australia. It's Australia? What? I've got uh, a strand called Chippy Chaps, where I interview people in like restaurant settings. Yeah. Should we, Should go, we go to a... his coffee? Oh, yeah. mate. Let's go to, let's go to his coffee sh- shop and ask for a latte and give him an extradition order. <laughs> Uh, uh, on that note um, I think we're going to get out of here now anything you want to get excited for Ronaldo 
Yeah. It's, I just want it done now. I'm fed up of it all now. Yeah. Fed it's like, it it's like going on holiday, isn't it? People flogging tickets for two and a half grand. Um, it's like going on holiday when you've been thinking about going on holiday for ages and then now you're just like, I just want to fucking... And you're in the airport and it's like... Oh, yeah, I, or uh, it's the night before and you go, I've got to get sleep because the fucking taxi's here to pick me up at four in the morning. And you don't sleep. And you don't sleep at all. Yeah. Nah. I, I'm always like that. It's, it's so much fucking effort to get on holiday. It is. It's a fucking nightmare. Especially now. Yeah. Oh, test me, test me. Fucking hell. Test that... everywhere. When, when will he do it? Baggage claim. Test. You have to do tests when you go Old Trafford now. Really? Get double vaxxed up. Fucking mental, Fucking that, disgrace. Jesus Christ. I am excited about Ronaldo against Newcastle. Is he going to score? I was talking to Joe about this, and I said that uh, Ronaldo, our, our next three games, are the three teams that Ronaldo has scored the most goals for. Uh, the most goals against as a United player. He scored his only hat-trick for United against Newcastle as well. So I wonder what the odds would be on United scoring in his next... Uh, on Ronaldo scoring in the next three Premier League games. I think he comes off the bench against Newcastle. That's why I'm thinking maybe you don't score that game. He's going to... I, I think he, but who plays up front then? Greenwood? Cavani. Greenwood, Sancho. That's Martial played well midweek for France. I think Ali might yeah, play. He's not. He's no, I know that. Up. I know that. I'm on about what will be done because you've got to think Ronaldo, whenever I see the pictures of him, he's running on his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a few where he's been playing tennis with the hook tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of the pictures he's running yeah. on his own. That tells me, is he even doing full, full, full training yet? That's true. That is true. Do you know what but I mean? you've got to think that he's got to be able I to. I think he's Ronaldo. This is it. This is it. Pisses me off, actually. He's been doing my fucking head in were people, so I had a mate of mine who referred to it as a uh, vanity signing, and it pissed me off. Yeah, it's going to look really sexy when he's holding that trophy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what else looks really sexy? No, no, no. Is... Cameron Diaz? Oh, I got so scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm not going to do one. I'm, I'm Am I censoring? Uncensored? I think we might I, have to. I honestly, it, it does my head in because you look at what Ronaldo achieved literally last season. Fucking tops. If if you took the name Ronaldo out of it, you took the age out and went, oh, we're signing the top scorer in the Serie A who finished top scorer in a team that was fucking shit and finished fourth. You'd be like, oh, that's going to be great. But as soon as you hear 36... He's the fittest 36-year-old on the fucking planet. I reckon his body's probably like 30 years old. Mate, it? I reckon he's fitter than some 28 year Remember Teddy Sheringham? He played till like 41, 42, <laughs> yeah. and he was just ripped, and he was just the man, and he was he, laying pipe every week, and he was... His skin was awful, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, his skin, <laughs> he looked wrinkled as fuck. He looked so old and fucked up by the end of it. Yeah. He, looks, he was like, please just let me stop. That this wasn't the football, though. You that, that wasn't the football. What was Those it? Those were the nights out there, was there. Teddy, old Teddy, Teddy. Isn't Ronaldo older than Wayne Rooney? He's older than Cleverson. <laughs> now he is older than Rooney. Is because Rooney's managing fucking Derby County, and he's still playing up front but for United. It's I, levels. I, I, I saw a post about that on Twitter, and then I thought it's unfair to compare anybody to the goal. It is unfair. I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting to to compare the ages and what other greats were doing at that age. Like fucking Xavi was playing in Saudi Arabia or whatever for mm. fucking Al Hilal. whatever. Al Hilal. Al Ain. 
those are some teams. I'm like, it does sound like you're just throwing words. No, I swear to God, they are actual team. Yeah. Um, I haven't haven't done a football bet in a while, but when I was uh, was in there, you used to bet on the Arabian teams. Yeah, that's how bad. That's it was. when you know, yeah, because yeah. I was the same as well. You know, when you're up at like one o'clock in the morning, and you're like. You, just doing all the Dinamo Kievs and yeah, yeah, yeah. all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Or, or when you're up at that 1 a.m. and you know that the fucking Argentinian second division starts. Yeah, I'll tell you what got me off that. Playing poker. Really? Mm. Yeah, I play a bit of poker as well. Mm. We have a we have a comedian's uh, poker group once a week and then we all play on Poker Stars and then we all Zoom games. Oh, we, like um, yeah, we film stuff with Poker Stars. Do you? Um, we do I just use the platform. There's levels. Yeah. I mean, it's not my show, so it's just like, you know, <laughs> I'm just there for the ride. How good are you? How good are you at poker? We've done two in-person tournaments. I've won one of them. Nice. But before that, we did about six online ones. I didn't win any of them. Got to a final or two. But yeah. I think I'm better in person. But if I was to play professionals and so game I, set a match. So I, I, I played during the pandemic with other comics online. I enjoy poker. I know enough about poker to calculate pot odds and implied odds and stuff like that. I don't know the stuff after that. Like, once it gets past that, I just stop caring. Do you know what I mean? It's just too much maths for me. But the problem is, is that some of the people that I play with are so shit that everything that I know about poker... It goes out of the window. Yeah, because, because I fucking raise pre-flop. And then I get called, and I'm like, "Great, okay, let's put him on a range." On a two ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then the fucking board comes out two two ten, and I'm sat here with fucking, you know, like Ace King. King, and I'm like, "I right, okay, let's fucking see this down." You know, let's bet the fucking flop. Let's let's get this. Someone goes all in. I'm like, "Well, they're probably not got." Yeah, let's do it. And then they see fucking two ten full house, and I go, "What the fuck were you doing?" And they're like, "Oh, poker." Mm. Um, so, yeah, man, I, uh, I, I do like a bit of poker, but I played um, uh, a, a local game at a local pub, and it was like, because I, I miss playing live. It's fun to play live. Fucking hell, man, it was like this poker league, and it was full of fucking divorced dads taking it so fucking seriously. At one point, I'm just playing this game. At one point, this guy goes, guys, can we be a bit quicker with the buttons? And I was like, you're a prick. You're a prick. Literally, can we be a bit quicker with the button? Clicked out all of his fucking words. Who does that? That's awful. What a what knob. A knob. What a, and he knocked me out all in. I was just on tilts. I hated him. And on that note, um, more of, we'll, we'll have to do an uncensored poker thing. Just a little head to head. Uh, but keep it locked. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Check out Freddie on the old TikTok and all that stuff and everywhere. Where else are you? If we do an uncensored poker thing and I get ace five, I don't think I'm going to be able to control myself. A one and a five, innit? See you later. Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.